now time for a very Falsy edition. Why are we doing this? Of Game Pass or Pass. The podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service. Tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games that you should probably pass on by, but we still play anyway. I am Corey. I'm joined by a, a special friend. That, that sounded weird. I'm joined by a guest. It is not Basher. It is a friend of mine. We've done many podcasts throughout the years. And out of all the things that we decided to bring him in on, we decided to bring him in on Final Fantasy 13. We have Chris. Hey, how's it going? Oh, Final Fantasy 13. I can't wait to share you, my opinion on this. If you are a follower of For Love Gaming, which I know there's a couple of you out there that still follow me on Twitter, um, you know that Final Fantasy 13 is a game that was debated many, many times on For Love Gaming podcast. To our new listeners that have no idea what we're talking about, um, we had a podcast and Final Fantasy 13 was a game like no matter like I think a lot of gaming podcasts have that one game that just comes up no matter what. And Final Fantasy 13 was that game for us. <laughs> Couldn't there, tell you why. There's so many episodes. I don't know. We always get, end up in an argument. And that's why Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 13 is always brought back up. I feel like I don't know. Yeah, and it's most of the time it was done as a joke, but like legitimately, we. Yeah. I, me- I remember when that game came out, I've got the episode somewhere. If I find it, I'll splice in some of it at the <laughs> end of this episode just so you can hear it. I've got it somewhere. Um, of we, we debated that game for a very, very long time. Um, but it is now what? It's been, God, 10, 15 years since that? I think um, so. Yeah, when did yeah, that come so, out? Like, I don't know. Was that in high school? I remember watching a trailer for it in high school at one of the E3 events, like getting pumped. And I didn't like, I never really played Final Fantasies back then, but like, this is like the future of gaming right here. March of 2010 in America, December of 2009 in Japan. Um, So it, yeah, it's been 12 years. It feels like it's been longer than that, but it's been at least 10. Mm -hmm. Um, And so on this game, on this game show. On this podcast, we normally talk about games that are, I don't say newer, but we, we very rarely go back to the vault on these games. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. I am considering this a bonus episode on the feed, uh, so this will not, eh, we'll see. Um, but chances are you already know whether or not you want to play this game or have played this game. So this is not going to be a traditional episode where we're going to try to keep it to 20, 30 minutes and we're just going to uh, you know, give our, our take on it and say if you should play it or not. We're going to be playing the entire trilogy along with the Mass Effect trilogy. And those are older games. And so we're just going to talk about them. Uh, Full spoilers ahead. All that fun stuff. Uh, This is going to be unedited. You know, there's not going to be... uh, Because I have a lot of questions about the story and stuff that I'm sure Chris knows. And this is our raw opinion on it. All that fun stuff. So Final Fantasy 13. Here are the details. I forgot to pull those up. So that's that's cool. (laughs) Are you struggling like in Final Fantasy Thirteen? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh, it's staggering. Well, I messed that up already. <laughs> you got a stagger. Here are the details. This this is my favorite. This is my favorite thing. As as we have <laughs> we have added descriptions to the beginning before we talk here on this show. Uh, the the first line of the description for Final Fantasy Thirteen on the Xbox app is: This game requires DirectX and user runtime June 2010 to be installed. Depending on your system, it may not install correctly. That's how we're starting off this fabulous <laughs> episode. Final Fantasy Thirteen has now arrived on Windows 10, featuring stunning and atmospheric gameplay, awe-inspiring visuals and sound, and a hugely expanded battle system. Combat is swift and tactical with a new active time battle system. 
and the unique paradigm shift mechanic allows you to instantly switch your party members roles to alter the flow of battle the series traditional i okay i i can yeah. never pronounce that right idolins idolins i think it is idolins idolins yes the series traditional idolins also see a return with the gestalt mode a feature yep. that lets them transform into powerful mounts or vehicles for an unbelievable show cocoon a paradise okay that's Interesting. Cocoon, a paradise world floating in the skies above where the people live in peace and stability thanks to the benef- benefits. Is that a word? Benefits of the godlike foul sea. The citizens' one and only fear is Grand Pulse, the untamed world below. These two worlds have been strictly separated since time immoral? Im- Look, Japan, like you can't immoral? just make up words. No, I M E M O R I A L. Oh, yeah, I don't know what that means. Immemorial <laughs> until one day everything changes forever. I, that was I butchered that. I apologize. Final Fantasy 13. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this game. Where do we want to start? So I kind of want to talk about I mean, before we get into the details of the game itself, what was your first impression playing through this from when you played it before? Because actually I have some thoughts on this. Uh because initial... I remember, yeah, you, t- if I remember right, you really disliked this game. I liked the idea of it, but I thought the execution was very sloppy. Okay. Um, I, my original issue with this game is very similar to what most people have, is that it's a Final Fantasy game that is, it, it's too linear. Um, and the story is kind of all over the place. And, well, this, it, it's. It's just untraditional. Like it's not what you expect from a fan- from a Final Fantasy game. And I, and but I didn't... in that, you got to remember, we had Final Fantasy ten. Ten was a pretty linear Final Fantasy game as well, for the most part. I mean, I felt like they were just kind of going off a little more of the vibes from that, and that that game was pretty successful. Yeah, but but twelve wasn't like <laughs> twelve was not no, at can't... all like ten or thirteen. All like... right, I I mean I don't mean to be any hater. Twelve twelve is boring. <laughs> 12 I, I played 12 just because I need to play it. I, mean, I like Final Fantasy game. That's probably one of my least Final Fantasy games. It is a very particular Final Fantasy game. Um it is not my favorite by by any means either. It's also one that I feel like just kind of came and went. Like it sold well and people played it, but I don't know, it's it's usually not anyone's favorite. Um if it is, it's usually for a very specific reason, but it's a fine game. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like my my initial time playing it, like I did not dislike it immensely i was very frustrated with it because it the ideas aren't terrible but they're executed in a way that is extremely frustrating to me and that by the time you sort of get to the game when it 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 sort of lets go it's just too late like i'm I'm just over it by that point um it looks fantastic i i always really liked the look of it uh but the battle systems and and such are are very complicated and that that's doesn't it's not completely different to how I feel now, but that's how I felt initially. So do you remember how you felt initially? Yeah. No, when the when the game first released. So Final Fantasy thirteen was like my official first Final Fantasy game, to be honest with you. I mean, yes, I might have dabbled in uh, the older ones, but yeah, this is the first completion of a Final Fantasy game. And I think I hold a little more... Um, you know, a little more heart to it because of that. So when it first came down, I, I loved the game. You know, I, I enjoyed the characters... I uh, enjoyed the battle system, 
Uh, I enjoyed the music. I love the music. I mean, if anything, to me, in this day and age, the music's what holds up really well in this game. Uh, but uh, I was I was pretty obsessed over it. I mean, I remember spending, oh, I mean, I think, oh, I can't tell you how many hours. I was definitely over 100 hours because at the end I was trying to do all the, uh, you know, the bonus missions and so forth that I never really was able to complete. But uh, I was pretty obsessed with it. For sure. So we'll, we'll fast forward to now. Uh, we both have finished a playthrough, and I will admit, this is the first time I've ever actually finished it. Yeah. Um, the first time through, man, I actually, if I remember correctly, at some point I tried a second playthrough, and I yes. don't remember why. I remember um, that. Because I yeah. think I was talking it up again to you. I was like, oh, you just got to try it, man. Get all the I way think, through. Yeah, I think it was because 13.2 or 13.3 was coming out. Mm-hmm. One of them. And I was just like, fine, like I'll give it a shot. And I'm fairly certain both times I got to the, I got to Grand Pulse yeah. and just kind of petered out on it. Like, well, so the, the world, it like you said before, it opens up too late. You know, like there's like I don't know, like ten, fifteen hours of just you know linear storyline gameplay until you finally get to the open world. It's probably even longer. You know. Yeah, it, I mean. What's I guess what I don't say what's nice about that is is that up until that point, like everyone sort of does have the same experience because of the way the battle systems work. So let's if for whatever reason you don't know, this Final Fantasy, you really only control one character at a time. Mm-hmm. Um the other two characters are 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 uh what's where I want to say. I mean they're uh, AI controlled. Yeah, yeah, they're you know? they're they're con- they're conditioned by the paradigm si- paradigm yeah. system. And that system consists of uh you've got what assault, ravenger, commando, medic. Uh, Sentinel. Sentinel, I feel like I'm forgetting, and Saboteur. Saboteur him. So, and each one has its own role. So, Ravenger is more attack based. Um, no, that's not that's not right. That's the magic based. Yeah, one. Ravenger's uh, magic. Commander is attack, attack based. Medic is medic. Uh, Saboteur is focuses on debuffing. Uh, Synergist focuses on buffing, and then Sentinel is a like uh, aggro drawer. So you so the other two characters are always controlled by that. And you're you're sort of controlling your main character. However, while you do have the freedom to do whatever attacks that you want, the active time battle system is real time. Um, it is not turn based at all. So if, if you're just sort of standing there, you will get beat up, and and you have to constantly focus and shift your your paradigms. But there's also an auto battle with the person that you're that that you're controlling. So it'll kind of do the it, whatever enemy you are looking at. It'll sort of condition and and decide what it thinks is the best uh course of action so what results in a game that is a lot of times on autopilot like especially through those the that first 10 to 15 hours like there's not a lot of strategy and yeah it's the auto attack is what kills that game i mean if that option wasn't there it would definitely involve more strategy but the whole idea too is the was it the live you know the live battles like the moves go quickly like you right. you don't really have time to pick a move because your enemy is just going to attack you right away so what you end up doing is just button mashing auto attack because it will right. do what it needs to and it does take a lot of the pizzazz out of the game there's no strategy when it comes to that at least right and it there's what's the word uh there there is strategy involved in that you need to sort of but again 
it it takes a while to open up. Like there is strategy and in picking your paradigms and and yes. so it's like okay, like I want a paradigm of Ravenger, mm-hmm. Ravenger, Ravenger because every enemy has a stagger bar. And that stagger bar goes up quicker with Ravenger, and then you use Commando to sort of condition it in terms of a decreasing slower. So like there's there's a lot of meter meter babysitting, I like to call it. Um, so th- there is some strategy, but again, for those first minimum f- seven to ten hours, the game is still giving you tutorials hour fifteen through twenty as well. So like it really holds your hand and gets you through that story, and. It's just you're just kind of just pressing A for a very long time. So unless you super are into the story, like it's it's hard to to play it and not be just like, man, like I'm not doing much here. See, um, and I think that's where my interest came from because I really did enjoy the, the story. I enjoyed the characters and I wanted to see where they wanted to go for the most part. But yes, I mean, if you're playing for gameplay, like you're you're going to struggle on the beginning of the game for the most part. So yeah, let, let, let's position the story a little bit. So the main character is Lightning. Um, you also have Hope. What's her name? Uh, Vanille. 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 Fang. Mm-hmm. Snow. Snow and, and Sage. 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 I can yeah. never say his name right. <laughs> um, so I I will fully admit. Um, oh, we we forgot one other person. What's his name? Uh, Lieutenant. Who forget? The the guy that punches things. That's Snow. Oh, that's snow. Okay, that's yeah. right. I, I was mixing up hope and snow. Um, I understand what happens in this game, like, but I, Fauci, Lussy, Grancy, whatever. I can never remember <laughs> which one is which. Do you, you have know, any idea which yes. one is which? So okay. first playthrough, it was completely confusing because everything ended with a C. You're a C. You're attacking a C. Yada yada yada. So long story short. Kind of like you described in the beginning, there's two worlds, Pulse and Cocoon. And then there's two different Falci, which are like the gods, kind of, like, you know, stronger power beings. But there's Pulse Falci, and then there's Cocoon Falci. And the whole idea is that Pulse and Cocoon, like, they've been at war for the longest time. But Cocoon is completely ran by the Cocoon Falci, like... Uh, Falci are different, like, elements and they have different, like, powers. Like, there's a Falci that's the sun, that gives them sunlight. There's a Falci that runs the water kind of idea. So the humans who are living on Cocoon are living off the Falci. So long story short, when a Cocoon Falci chooses a human to do its bidding, kind of, it becomes a Lussi. Got it. And the Lussi have a task... That yes. is that is not explained to them. <laughs> yep, they they get a vision, a, fo- a, a focus, focus. Uh, they get a vision, and their and their job is to find out what that is. And the ultimate goal is, well, I mean, it's a fifty fifty shot. It's it really it's a lose lose situation because the whole idea if they pass their focus, then they turn into crystal. But I mean, they're crystal. You can't do anything as crystal. <laughs> I I guess you just live uh, because if you fail your focus, you turn into a uh, see, this is where I, I get it mixed up. They turn into, like, a, I think, a Lissy as well. I think Lissy is used in both terms, which is just, like, uh, a zombie-looking thing for the most part, which becomes a uh, crazy tyrant that just attacks, you know, everything, I guess. You, you you become a villain, a monster, for the most part. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, like, like I said, I, I picked up the basics of it. Um, 
I don't exactly understand. Like, Lightning is some type of freedom fighter. Is that correct? Okay. Yes. So, okay. Lightning, okay, in the storyline, like, Lightning's a soldier. I mean, kind of think of her as, like, Cloud. You know, she's uh, from Final Fantasy VII. You know, she's a task member. She was. She went through the ranks through whatever army they have there. Then she joined a different ranking system. I mean, she's in the army, basically. Uh, uh, the Sanctum. They call it the Sanctum. She's in the Sanctum's army. I believe that's what it is. So, you know, she's an and, officer. Yeah. Right. And so she sort of commands and uh, Zaz is with her. Zaz? Zaz? Yeah. And is, is he part of that too or is he just following her around? No. So he's just following her around because, you know, she's strong. You know, she, right. she can and, do and, some. And, yeah. and he's trying to get his son back who yes. got a got a focus yes and then you and then snow like the beginning of the game is like a basically a mission that she goes on and snows not snows hope's parents die hope's mom dies hope's mom dies so it's the whole idea is like hope is there on a vacation (laughs) with her with his mom uh what is it a cook they found a cocoon no they found a pulse falsy on cocoon okay so everyone went crazy uh, war breaks out because the cocoon army has to get rid of this pulse falci. Uh, but somewhere in between, the pulse falci uh, gives no, not pulse falci. There's a cocoon falci that gives uh, Saj, son, a focus to find uh, two certain falci, which is Fang and Vanille. God, okay. this is making okay. any sense? <laughs> it, it well, it it is like I'm sure the people that have no idea, haven't listened to it, have no idea. But like, I really hope I'm explaining it well. Yeah, but, but like, uh, yeah, it it makes the end of the game make a little more sense because I definitely got lost when it comes to Vanille and Fang. Yes, of like because they were <laughs> okay. So I was Vanille... super confused on yes. on how like because they knew everyone yeah. somehow, and it was just like I was like I'm totally okay. Lost now. So. Vanille, we just got to go off. We just got to go basically over every single character. Vanille and Fang are from Pulse. Uh, They had a focus, and their focus was to, I think, was to destroy Cocoon. Now, they, uh, their focus was to turn into Ragnarok, which is like the ultimate killer kind of idea, and to destroy Cocoon. So that's why I think Cocoon has a big hole in it. Because Ragnarok attacked it, but somehow they fulfilled their focus and they turned into crystal. And then, you know, and then they were eventually found on uh, Cocoon. And the whole idea of Saj's son was that he got a focus from a Cocoon Falsi to find Fang and Vanille. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So then Saj, yeah, was just following Lightning because, you know, Lightning is strong and. Right. And then Lightning was going after Sister as well, who yes. also got a focus. And then uh, Snow is dating her sister, <laughs> and so he, yeah. So and so he was there because he was trying to figure out her focus. And was she Crystal already? I don't remember. So as soon as the team, her focus was to bring the team together. And then and then she became a Crystal because she did it for the most part. Got it. Okay. So. That's the overall story, and in terms of like what what each character's motivation is, I don't hate it. Like, it's confusing. 
I mean, you it really is. have like, to pay attention to the descriptions and the terminology and what is who and who is what, you know. Uh, it, like you can easily get lost in the story if you're not paying attention to this game, right. you know. And and I mean, I even though like I wasn't totally up to the lingo, the only part I got lost was the very end because like I'm not entirely understanding how. Uh, what's what's her sister's name? Sarah. Yeah. Uh, how did she become not Crystal? Uh, so I don't know. To be honest is, with you, is, is that just something I think that they just, just never be- explain? Well, I think it's just because because eventually at the end of the game, I mean, so uh, you destroy the the head Falci of Cocoon, right? Know, orphan or whoever, and then once he was destroyed, she became free again for the most part. I don't know if that relates to so that. It's because, at all. So I theoretically, really don't, every, they don't explain it, right? So theoretically, everyone else that was Crystal might not be as anymore either. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's okay. that's a weird one. Interesting. So, I mean, it's very Japanese. I mean, it's a Final very Fantasy so. game. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. Again, I didn't... The, the first couple times that I tried playing through it, I was just trying to play through it because I got bored with the story. I don't... Taste change, things change, obviously. I did not hate it. Um, it's not as clear and yeah. decisive as I, I would like it to be, but it has a rise and it has a fall, and I don't hate it. Like it, it's very kingdom hearts in that of just like there's terminology and different types of enemies and all that stuff. So like from a story perspective, I think I've actually, uh, I like it more than I used to. Um, see, but I'm not, but how do you feel about it? What I really enjoy is that you see the, the, you see the characters progression as the story continues. You know, I really do enjoy that they uh, separate the characters uh, during the beginning and they all end up at one place, like towards the end for, or in the middle for the most part, because then you get a chance to learn each specific character's background story and what's going on with them. You know, uh, I mean, yeah, some, maybe some storylines seem a little cheesy. Like there's one part of the storyline where Saj is looking for his son uh, and this gets it gets quite dark, and but it gets to the point where uh, he just gives up, you know. Like I mean, he it almost looks like he's about to kill himself, you know. And I mean, that's yeah, not a good thing yeah, or anything like that. But it, it got very dramatic. Right. It's know? like it's like raining, and like it, it's yeah. extremely cliche. It's like raining. He's like, yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I know, I, but then I, I got I got very like zero. What am I fighting for? Well, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I mean, the first time watching this through, I'm like, oh man, this is getting pretty intense. And then you hear a gunshot, and then camera fades right. because you don't see him at all, and he's just shot. He shot the gun in the air because this was right after his son turned into crystal. And to right. their knowledge, he's crystal now. Like, you know what? He can't do anything with him. You know, he right. his son can't respond to him because he's crystal. Uh, but again, going back to the main story, we have to keep keep in line. Everyone rejected the main characters of this game because they became pulse falsi. The pulse falsi is what gave the main cast a uh, a focus, and they believe their focus was to destroy Cocoon, was to become Ragnarok. And so that's why the whole army and the whole world was against them because, you know, Pulse, Pulse, or Pulse, Falsi, no, Pulse, Lussi are enemies, you know, because Cocoon is going against Pulse for the most part. So that's where I add a little more dramaticism that they're not safe because they're always on the run because the whole world is literally hunting them down. Right. And it, I'm. When I when I compare it to like the Final Fantasies of my generation or the Final Fantasies that I played the most is seven, eight, and nine. 
um, like that the the PS one sort of era. Compared to that, like those games are, in many ways, I think they're more obtuse than Final Fantasy thirteen. Like thirteen's problem is oh, that, yeah, thirteen's problem is that it is linear, but it's it's also it tells its story in a direct way that is for the most part easy to understand every character's motivation and i like it for that reason however i just i don't love the 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 war storyline like that just it doesn't i don't know i just, I just find it kind of boring like even though final fantasy 8 which is one of my favorite ones is a very similar storyline it starts out that way but it very quickly becomes something else um whereas this is like it basically is a war storyline through most of it um, it's not like twelve or anything because twelve is very like political and and well yeah yeah but, yeah. So a lot about a lot of Final Fantasy thirteen too is just overcoming what you're supposed to become. If that makes sense, like the whole idea is that they were gonna have a focus to destroy their home, you know. And of course, none of the main characters wanted to do that. I mean, they love Cocoon. They have you know friends and family in Cocoon. Why do they want to destroy their home? But that's what their focus was. That's what their mission was. You know, throughout the whole game, it was just a constant battle. It's like, we can't do this. We can't do this. But if we do this, if we don't do this, we'll become monsters kind of idea, you know. But and then as the story plays out, you can you see that, uh, yes, I mean, they had to destroy it. But at the same time, they destroyed it by saving it, if that makes sense. Like they destroyed the, uh, you know, the cocoon foul sea, uh, but cocoon itself still lived but right. they had to you know they had to break the bonds of what their defined future was supposed to be so it was that overcoming message that's really what it was trying to portray which and it works like at the end of the game i it, it kind of ends abruptly in some ways it does. like like it it seems like there was something else and i'm i'm, I'm guessing that's what 13 2 and 3 sort of <laughs> build out upon that oh, um man. But but it just like you kind of fight the last boss and like the last scene is like two minutes long like <laughs> and it just yeah. sort of ends and then it's it's a vanilla voiceover if I remember correctly um, and it just sort of ends and I was like oh okay like yeah that's I mean, it, it huh like you you destroy or uh, orphan who was and the whole idea too so keep in mind orphan wanted to be destroyed right. because the orphan wanted a complete reset he wanted a world where there are no more humans. You know, he wanted an ultimate godlike figure to come and rule everything, you know. So that's the reason why this was supposed to happen. They wanted to be destroyed. Complete reset, foul seas in the league. They don't have to do anything for the humans anymore, you know, for the most part, because they're keeping the humans alive. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, story ends. They kill Orphan, but long story short, I mean, Ragnarok actually saved Cocoon, saved the people, because Cocoon was supposed to crash onto Pulse. And that was the whole idea. Uh, and then you're right. I mean, you see him happily running through a meadow, a meadow, and pulse. You know, for the most part, everyone's alive. And then it's just done. And again, I don't, I don't hate it. And I, I think I actually like it more than I used to. But uh, it is very Japanese nonsense in a lot of ways. And so. well, and I know this is we're getting a little premature here, but I mean, Final Fantasy thirteen two does take off pretty much dread, directly after that. That's cool. Like that, yeah. that I, I literally know nothing about two and three in terms of story. Like I know, I know some of the gameplay systems that were changed up and, and we're going to so switch to the gameplay section it, here, but it gets very different. 
Right. Which which fast. I'm which is fine. I I'm can't fine wait with to that, talk so. about uh, talk about it with you. It's so I have I've never played thirteen three, but I've definitely played thirteen two up to I think almost to the final boss. But yeah. There you go. So let's story so I mean if if we had to give a final word on just like the story aspect, like I said, it's I, I actually kind of like it. Like it's I, I'm not going it's not gonna win any awards, but the throughput is is fine. Um, the the my issue with this it's too damn long. Um, the game is just too long, and that story is not strong enough to sustain the runtime of it. Um, but I think the the general story is okay, uh, especially compared to like playing these games now or playing this game and playing the other games. At least so far with this one, I'm kind of surprised like how I won't say how good it is because like I. I'm I'm very in the middle on it. So like me calling it good is probably a little bit too much. Like it's serviceable, but it's more than serviceable. Like I, I like it for what it is. Um, and when you compare it to sort of like modern RPGs and modern games like this, like I think it actually is stronger than a lot of current games, honestly, mm-hmm. um, because of the strong character work in terms of motivation. Like everyone, every character is well-realized. And for that reason, I actually... L- looking back on it and comparing it to the, the landscape now of, of gaming, I think it's actually okay. I think, I think it's, it, it serves its purpose. So. You know what? Um, after my, so this was my second complete playthrough of the game. There were a lot of restarts for me as well. After my first, uh, initial playthrough, to be honest, I have grown less impressed in it. If this makes sense. And it's, it's kind of weird because I really enjoyed this game, uh, throughout my first playthrough. Uh, but yes, I mean, the character focus is great, but my second playthrough, I'm just kind of like, you know what? I feel like the characters are just a little bit bland in some aspects. I really loved Lightning, my first playthrough. I thought she was cool. You know, I like her soldier idea. I like how she attacked. Uh, her gun slash sword thing was pretty awesome. But she has no emotion, you know? And right. I, and that's what the character's supposed to be a little bit. You know, she's a soldier. She's on a mission. She's got to do something. And she kind of gains a little more emotion towards the end, you know? But still, like, I just remember being... I remember her being way cooler back through my first playthrough than my... And then my second, you know? I don't know. It it died off of me. I'll say that. The... You're, you're not wrong, but I think it... I think it serves this purpose because it's kind of a complete contrast to Hope, who just is very emotional. Oh my god! Like, dude, just stop! Like, he is so whiny, so whiny. Like, again, it it's annoying, but it's kind of the point. Like, yes, like e- yeah, each character is is very strongly uh, associated with with certain types of emotion or certain. Um, tropes that you might you know like one's emotional one's one's the soldier one's the the meathead who just punches everything you know one's the optimistic guy or girl and that's vanille and then you've got like the the seasoned soldier who's who's seen things and done things and that's fang like yeah the quiet silent type who keeps themselves kind of yeah right so like it yeah. But that, that's always been Final Fantasy, though. Like Final it's Fantasy ha- has always done that, uh, so it, it's right up that alley. So, but so I mean, stories we've talked enough. Uh, yep. g- gameplay is really where this game sort of broke me the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it we spoke briefly about the different paradigms and everything, and and how you know for the first fifteen hours or so, the really only thing you're doing is, is customizing paradigms, and there's a lot of little things about the paradigm system that drive me up a wall. 
And the main one is that, bro, save my paradigms when I switch characters. Why do my paradigms Oh, because you have, yeah. Every time (laughs) I switch characters, I got to go back in. And, like, I got to the point where I just started taking pictures because, like, I would remember what I had for the most part, but there would be, like, one that I would screw up. I can tell you why. I mean, so at the beginning, each specific character has specific paradigms. Right. You know? But when, but so when, you, I, you when have I have to change it. Right. But when you can save, when I, when I have the three people that are together, save the, the, those, those paradigms. Like, I understand that if, if, if it's a new team, like if, even if I lose a person, if I go from three people to two people in the story, that's fine. But whenever I just save those, whenever I have them. But also, eventually, you can just learn anything with any anybody. So like, yeah, yeah. So we'll get to the leveling system in a minute. But uh, so for the the paradigm system takes out a lot of the strategy in that since the the your teammates are AI controlled. Like even when it comes to being a medic, you know, you you just you throw on medic and you don't have any say so of, of whether they use cure or cura, you know, asuna or, or whatever um and so at, at the very beginning like the three four hour mark it's fine but then like hour seven through ten it's just like bro like is this really well, going to be the whole game it's, and it's not it's rinse but... and repeat at that point for the right. most part i mean you find you find the trio you find the pair uh, paradigms that you you'd like that work and you just you just do the same thing over and over i mean that's the feeling that i had for the most part yeah and Eventually, again, about the hour 10 to 15, depending on how you're playing, if you're trying to get everything, etc., which is strange to say because, like, the game is extremely linear for those first 10 to 15 hours. Like, literally, it's a walk-forward simulator. Uh, If you can walk backwards, and stay with me, it reminds me of Super Monkey Ball because it's like, you can just go for it if you want. But if you look around, and sometimes if you turn around, there's little secrets here and there. That you can find like oh here's a treasure chest back here that, that you couldn't see like stuff like that um and so like i don't totally dislike it it just lasts too damn long wait what do you mean what are you referring to like the, going that, the that's, linear levels or yes that section lasts too long because at the 10 to about again the 10 yeah. to 15 hour mark you get to grand pulse well. and then it's just like all right here you go like yes. <laughs> I mean that's it's it's literally story build. I mean that's the only right. reason why they did that. I mean, uh, sure, because like like you said, the the first ten and fifteen uh, minutes or minutes uh, hours are you know parts of a world that you won't go back to, because once you get to Grand Pulse, that's your stopping point. Because when you're in Grand Pulse, once you're in the big open world, you I don't I don't think you I, yeah I'm pretty sure you cannot go back to those previous locations. Once you get to Grand Pulse and on, then you can start going through you know, uh, any areas from after Grand Pulse. So, like, that shows you how much story-based a game is there. You know, they want you to be enveloped in the world in the first 10 and 15 hours, but like I said, I mean, it just takes too long. I mean, yes, you know, a lot of different graphics, a lot of different parts of the world look pretty and whatnot, you know, but, I mean, they're just for looks. I mean, it's just for show. Right, and so Grand Pulse is really where where the game becomes kind of what you want it to be in a lot of ways but also grand pulse when i first got there the leveling system of this game is is kind of strange because it uses the crystarium which is like so after every battle you do get um 
XP basically, but you don't level up in the traditional sense. You got to go to the Crystarium. Is that, what, is that what it's called? Um, and and basically you you pick the 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 role for each character, and and at first each role, every character cannot have every role. Like Lightning can be Commander, Ravenger, and I think Medic. Um, so like, and it's like, so you pick that, that level of the Crystarium and it's like, all right, I'm going to level up Ravenger. And so you, you put your points into Ravenger and then you might get HP up or you might get attack up or you might learn a new ability, something like that. So that's your leveling system. When I got to Grand Pulse, like I was just getting freaking worked. Like every enemy I, I decided to go and tackle just like one shot at me. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. like what am I supposed to do here? Well, um, see now in Grand Pulse, you're in the grind. Because now you're in a world where there are weak enemies, and then there are very strong enemies. But you have to know that. And you, right. you won't know until you go into the battle, and, and until you lose. You'll be like, well, I can't fight that thing right now. I need to come back later when I'm stronger to to attack it. You know, Or, again, in some of the strategy aspect, that's where your par- par- paradigms really come into shape. Where you're like, oh, okay, maybe I really do need to start off with a... Um, you know, a saboteur and a synergist buff me up, debuff him and see what happens there, you know? Well, and, and I say all that because for a couple of different reasons, I think that's what, why I bounced off of it the first two times is because you spend all this time. Like, I don't want to say like it, it's a cakewalk because it's not like there are times where like you, you do have to do a little bit of strategy. Like, or like, okay, like I really do need to use a saboteur here. Like you can get through it, but those battles become super long if you're not doing it if you don't have a saboteur or you're, you've got too much medic or you don't have a good balance, but you can get through it. But then you get to grand pulse and it's just like, Nope, you gotta, you better figure it out because we're just going to beat the crap See, out of you. And that was and, my, yeah, yeah. that was and, my issue during my first playthrough real quick. Uh, just because I really only focused on Ravenger and uh, commando. I didn't really use the other options. So a lot of battles uh, were very long, you know, and, and medic of course to throw some heal in there. But I really did not take advantage of the buffs and the debuffs at all. So I mean, it was it was very long just because of that, and it was very much a disadvantage. And it was I made I made the game a lot harder, you know, by choosing that option. And like you said, once you get to pulse, I mean, you can you can do nothing but just grind the small enemies until you get stronger to the point you can attack the stronger ones, or like we mentioned before, really take advantage of the saboteur and the synergist to weaken their defenses and then go go ham. Well, and, and even then, like you're still not ready, even because I'm oh, I no. use I use saboteur and, and synergist, not usually together because at that point you don't really have the opportunity to. But at that point, I believe you have all the characters and you can really make whatever team that you want. Um, and so, but you still like even if you are you're buffing and debuffing, like I find it very strange. And I don't want to say ironic is not the word I want to use, but I find it very strange that like there's so much buildup. But yet when you get to Grand Pulse, like there's no type of onboarding or or any type of like of like, OK, we're going to give you some enemies that, you know, you can fight like in this small area. So that way in the open world, you can at least know what you're looking for. Like because there's many times where I'd go up to an enemy and like, I think I could take this thing and I can't. And then other enemies that I'm like, I don't think I could take that thing. You can like like there's no there's no def- defining factor after a 10 to 15 hours of buildup of like, where am I? What am I supposed to do here? Like and that's extremely frustrating. Like once you get past that, though, the game actually gets pretty good. <laughs> it's it's like, all trial and error. I mean, once right. you know what you can attack and what you can attack for the most part, I mean, 
uh, yeah, it, it becomes more self-explanatory. But also, once you get on Grand Pulse, I mean, that's when those uh, missions start to arrive, too. Uh, and I like to think the missions are what introduces you to whatever enemies are on Grand Pulse just a little bit, uh, because they are numbered, you know, like right. one, you know, the first few are easier than the later ones down the road for the for most the, part. For the most part, but randomly like the 23s and like 25, yeah. like there's some in there. It's just like, no, bro, like you, you are not ready for this. Like you better come back later because yeah. <laughs> you are, you are going to get one shotted and, and you're just, you're just going to stare at your screen like, okay, well. <laughs> I think some of those missions are also story based as in like, uh, there's a few later missions that you can't do until you act. Until after you beat the story, I think there's yeah, some there's kind of post game mark, you know, that you have to, which gives you more gameplay. I mean, you can go back and be like, oh, I mean, I got to do all these missions, you know, uh, like <laughs> I'm an achievement hunter. That's one thing I love to do. And Final Fantasy 13 is going to take me a very long time. Uh, one of the achievements of that game is to level your crystallium up completely with every single character with all of the paragrams or whatever paradigms. paradigms the roles so keep in mind like how long it took you to level up just like your yeah. one commander level all the way through you got to do all of that for each character you know every yeah character there was for, that's kind of insane but what, like very once good. you yeah like and this this might have been a technology limit back in the day but i found that the mission structure was it was kind of neat like it was it was a night it was a almost like a little mini open world game there like and it, and because of its size not being stupid large, you know, and eventually you can find a chocobo, uh, which I did not find till after I beat the game, uh, which would have helped a lot because it, it you just cover ground so much faster. Um, it's kind of it's kind of fun. Like you do these missions, and there's there's different areas that you go to, and you find unique enemies sometimes. Like some of those missions are to go and and it's like a monster hunter game almost. And that's cool. Like that stuff is a lot of fun. And, and I started grinding on that stuff. The things that drive me nuts about it, though, is that you can only do one mission at a time, which, again, might have been a technology thing. Maybe they just couldn't they couldn't do it. Um, but what drives me more nuts is that, that some of the missions don't open up like you can't take them until you complete other missions. So it's like I completed this mission and now all of a sudden this other one on the other side of the world I can go pick up now. And it's not always um, it's not noticeable. You know, right, I mean, right. you have to look at your your mini map or your map to, to to tell that oh, this mission is now active, you know, which you didn't know before. And one problem I have with that too, a lot of the colors look kind of same when it came to that. Like they oh, have the sure. symbols yeah. for the mission, but the ones you do gray out, and the ones that are uh, open for you to do are like blue. But sometimes I can't really tell. I'm like, oh, did I do this one or not? You know? Yeah, no, but for sure. That yeah, there, yeah. there's the map is not great. Um, it's, it, it guides you where you should go, but it's like you said, sometimes I got to places and I was just like, wait, I thought there was something here and there's nothing here. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's messy. Like it's, it's not, it's not as fine tuned and refined as it should be, but it's also, in my opinion, the best part of the game. Like that's, it's the exploration part of the final fantasy games that you miss because final fantasy has always been like, okay, you've got a, you've got an onboard ramp, but eventually it opens up like and it opens up and then you can kind of go in on adventures and and find things to do. And and in some instances, I think this is one of the better worlds. However, I don't think you never really find you never wander into like a town and like, you know, like 
learn about things, you know, the, the way that you can in, in, you know, the seven, eight and nines and the tens of like, of, of just the exploring. Yeah. yeah. Like you can explore, but the only thing you're exploring is to find more missions and, and kill stuff, which is again, it's not bad. It's just not, it's very well, different from other games. And that's where the, like we mentioned, the rinse and repeat of final fantasy 13 happens again. You mean you're just, I admit I really did kind of... I struggled the second time playing through this completely just because it's just... It's the same thing over and over. And you can say that about any fighting game, you know, for the most part. But at least there might be something there to hold your attention. Uh, But, like, yes, the bosses are cool. Finding the secret enemies are cool by doing the missions, you know. But I'm still just going to do Ravenger, Commando, Switch to Saboteur, Synergist, you know. Like, I have a routine that I do for every single fight if that makes sense, but it works, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, you're, you're not wrong. Like you're still rinsing repeating, but at, for whatever reason in that particular, whatever you want to call it section of the game, I, I felt like I was more in control, but I think that's partly because, um, you really have to, you've got to plan it out a little bit more. Um, like you said, because you, you can't just rely on, always attacking but at the same time like uh, here's what i did in this game when i got to grand pulse eventually once i started getting missions and i sort of i I had to force myself to keep playing it um at that point and then once it started clicking i was like you know what i'm i'm this is cool i'm gonna keep playing this but then i did sort of after about five to ten hours of of the open world exploration doing missions and stuff i i started hitting that wall again of just like yes i i am in more control and these fights are a lot they require a lot more fine-tuning of the paradigm system of like okay like i need to have a synergist a medic and a commando like because i need to be getting buffed but i also need to be be uh monitoring the the stagger bar so like it, it becomes this push and pull that's a lot more engaging than the first part of the game where you can just kind of get through it no matter what to where like if I do not have a synergist and I do not have a saboteur and I don't have a class that or a a paradigm that that uses both of those I will not succeed but I also need to have a paradigm so when when I get in trouble like I need to have like a double medic and then I have to decide like do I want a double medic with a ravenger so that way I can get the bar up or do I need a double medic with the commander so I can maintain that bar like there's a lot of push and pull of that um and I think it's engaging, but like you said, something about the system, even though it's more engaging, once I got to that five to 10 hour, closer to the 10 hour mark, I was just like, you know what? I'm good. Like, like these missions aren't, even though I'm fighting new enemies, I'm really not changing my strategy anymore. And I'm okay. Like I'm, I'm ready for the game to end kind of thing. See, now talking more about the open world aspect of it, I'm, as we talk, I am really more, I'm appreciating it more than what I did before. Because if you really do think about it, like, you know, you could assume this game was just going to continue on the path uh, as the first 10 to 15 hours, you know? Like, so playing it for the first time, knowing that there's a big open exploration part of the world, like, that is pretty cool. It gives you a break of what you have been doing, and it, it that's needed, you know, to kind of break you out of the storyline, to do optional things that you want to. Because if you want, you could still just go through straight to the end of the game. I mean, you can bypass all the exploration in Grand Paul's, but it does give you that change of pace. Uh, going back to the, the, the paradigms, though, it's just like... I feel like through the story part at the beginning, like you could really, you could really get through it with just your medic, your ravenger, and your commando. 
Uh, but that can also be a clutch because if you're putting all your, you know, all your points or your XP in those, like you're going to struggle because in the later game where you do need saboteur and uh, synergist, like it's going to be so leveled that you're not going to really do too much. I just, I really wish the game supported and, and really did more of a representation of like, Hey, you should really make sure you level this up, you know, because it, it it's going to be very much needed towards the end of the game. Yeah, and I, I guess I didn't run into that problem because I was I was sort of mid not mid maxing, but I was just sort of evenly distributing yeah. points. Um, so I, but well, it, yeah, it, it's it's weird because I kind of feel like that I screwed up doing that though. Like like because I was I was so focused on making sure that like no matter who I had in my team because I wasn't sure who I was, who the game was going to give me. I wasn't sure if it was going to give me everybody or not. So I was sort of. Once I got into Grand Pulse and I was like, okay, I get everyone. It looks like I'm going to be able to keep everyone. I sort of had like, I immediately went to Synergist on Zaz and, and I was like, I'm putting all my points into this because I want you to be my Synergist and I, that's what I want you to do, See, basically. Th- this is where the struggle came. I mean, so what I did for me when it came to leveling up my uh, uh, paradigms for each specific character is that I made each specific character a class of that paradigm for the most part. You know, so Lightning was a commando. Uh, uh, was it Vanille was a Ravenger, you know, Hope was my medic. So I focused those main points on those specific characters. But I think the issue was is that they gave you options. So like for, for Hope or for Lightning, you have a choice to do first off, you know, Commando or Ravenger. But at the same time, you have uh, maybe Snow, who can also be Commander and Ravenger. But like, that's the thing. Like, if you just focus on attack, you're like, oh, I just want to make snow stronger. Oh, I just want to make lightning stronger. You know, you level up your commander, you know, if that makes sense. Uh, I think if they really made it like, hey, this guy is your medic. Hey, this right. guy is your debuff. This person here is your buff. You know, it would balance out a little bit more than when it got to the open world. You're like, oh, now I can put more specific points on each specific par- paradigm in this new open world to kind of balance it out a little bit, you know? I, it gave you. I feel like it just gave me too many choices, and that's where right. it kind of has problems with. Oh, I'm not putting enough into this at this point of the game, you know. But I think the problem with that then is that you run into because the game is such on autopilot. Like you would, it would be on autopilot even more because if 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 your yeah. paradigms don't have any type of uh, flexibility, and and instead you're like using characters, like I, I that that system I think makes a lot of sense. And I think if they were to like make this game now, I think they would they would focus on the character versus the role. If that makes like uh, each character would fit a particular role versus letting yeah. them sort of bounce between. Well, and but, that's yeah. you know that's the classic Final Fantasy role. You know you have yeah, your dark true, yeah. mage, you have your you know your your warrior, you know you have your red mage kind of idea, you know. Uh, which, I mean, beforehand, I felt like that's just kind of what it was. And this is like earlier Final Fantasies. You know, once Seven came out, each character was their specific role. You had your attacker, you had your long-distance fighter, you know, kind of to the point. Uh, but, it, yeah, I mean, it was nice that in Final Fantasy Thirteen, it really gave you an option to make your character who you want to be and what they want to do. But, but that's the thing, too. Some characters learn some abilities uh, sooner depending if right. they are a sp- specific class or a specific class they should be. So, like, for example, uh, Vanille, let's say she would learn magic, stronger magic moves at an earlier level because you chose her to be a Ravager, you know, 
compared to like if you chose choose her to be a commando, like there's really not much going on there. It's it it kind of wants you to make her that role, right? It it, it sort of softly guides you and and yeah. like su- softly suggests like eh, maybe mm-hmm. you should make it like because eventually I don't remember at what point what triggers it. I don't remember if it's, if it's when you get to Grand Pulse or not. Some at some point it's like hey by the way uh you can do anything with anybody now, mm-hmm. and it's like you can give it this role to anybody and I almost feel like it should have been that from the start, but again then it. it this See, game feels like it, it was very yeah. troubled. Like I'm sure it's at some point this was the this was the first next gen Final Fantasy for this for this franchise. And next gen was extremely expensive compared to a lot of old uh generations. Like a lot of things transitioned during the Xbox 360 and PS3 era and it and Japanese development seemed to struggle with it a lot. Um and this game I think you can sort of look at it and come to that conclusion. I mean, look at Final Fantasy Versus. Like that ended up being that game was in development for what, like, oh. seven, eight years? How long <laughs> like, was? I remember thirteen being delayed multiple times. Yeah, yeah that got delayed quite a few times. And then yeah. they also added the three sixty version for the North American release because you know reasons. Um, and yeah, so it this game feels like it went through a lot of iterations, and I'm assuming at some point everything that we just talked about was on the table, but this is what they landed on, which again, you, you got to make decisions and you know, eventually you, you do what it is. Hindsight's 2020. But um, yeah, it's, it's just strange that this is what they landed on because it's, it's messy. Um, I think again, I I've always liked the ideas that they have here. And in many ways it is the precursor to what we got with like FF seven R like FF seven R is very similar to this game. Like in terms of how it plays, it's just, you're in direct control of the character versus sort of picking it from a menu like, like that's really the only difference although they do have that i've never done it though they have that like menu driven s- style or system in ff7r don't they am i making that up uh i think you're right i think yeah. there was multiple ways you could you know battle. right so but yeah so it, but in many ways this is the precursor to what we got um and final fantasy 15 was such a different game because I, that game started out as final fantasy 13 versus um, and then became 15, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm going on a tangent now. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, to, to sort of wrap up the, the the gameplay part. So, you know, from your original play to this play, how did you feel? How do you feel about it now looking, you know, yeah. So the rest, the rest of history of gaming now? Yes. So, okay. Uh, compared to my first and second gameplay, I'm definitely more confident in the second play all the way play through, you know, just because I knew what I was doing. Uh, compared to the first one, where I really didn't for some reason, and that's why it I struggled. I definitely struggled in my first playthrough just because I really didn't take advantage of certain paradigms, you know, as I did in the second one. And once I found the rhythm, you know, once I find the strategy that I enjoyed playing with, uh, with the paradigms and just with the characters and how he, uh, you know, the abilities and all that good stuff. Like, yes, it went a lot smoother, but at the same time, I don't know. I just, I got bored. I just, I really did. I got bored of the gameplay in this one. Uh, I really felt like I was just button mashing the auto attack during the battles after I switched to my paradigm that I thought would work, that did work. And it was just, I don't, I'm just, I'm a little disappointed. I hate to say it. it. It's almost like if you, if you know what you're doing, it makes the game less fun. Like, like, because, because it's, if, if, if you're following the rules, like you don't ever really lose kind of thing. Uh, there's there's no push and pull. You never feel like you're on your heels, you know, or or, or on your back foot. Like 
that's not the word on your heels on your back foot like you're you're always sort of winning um yes i feel like i'm in control of every battle right you know I feel like there's not a chance, or at least this playthrough, I, I feel confident in every battle, or there's not, there's not like that intense moment, of like, oh no, I need to switch to this now, or we're going to die, or oh no, like, I'm really struggling. You know, maybe well, a couple battles in my second playthrough, I did, uh, but like, I, I felt like I was just winning everything, if that makes sense. I mean, you want to, but like, the difficulty wasn't there anymore. Right, and me. W- whenever... I got extremely frustrated with the final area with this game because it's just an, it's just a jerk. Like it's it throws enemy combinations at you that are extremely difficult to maintain and it, and it's not even like a leveling thing. It's not a um I'm sure you could overlevel and just wipe the floor with them, but like it it goes from being in control to constantly constantly just beating you down to where I I had to like at one point, I had to sort of cheese it and just like, you know what? I'm going to throw up two medics and just oh. put commander on, walk in the other room, and just keep hitting A. And it's, the fact it's yeah, Sorry, but just the fact that I could do that is a problem. But the fact that I had to do that was also a problem. Like, see, I felt like it didn't become it, it didn't become more challenging. It just became unfair. Right. You know, like it's not like like I fought these enemies many times before, maybe individually. And yes, I get you right. put together, but like how they attack you together seems to really leave you with no defense. You kind of have to cheese it unless you're going to be in this battle for 30 minutes just nitpicking little damage, you know? Right. And I had to do that on one of them just because, like, mm-hmm. I, I I do not know the names of the enemies, but they basically had an enemy that was, like, always buffed, like, always buffed. He was super buffed and then would just do devastating attacks to you. And the other enemy would always be debuffing you. So it's just like this guy's super buffed. I I don't I don't really have a way to buff myself because I've got this guy that's constantly debuffing me and I can't debuff him because he's constantly buffing himself. Like it was just no matter what I did, I was always being debuffed and they were always buffed. And even if I had two saboteurs and two healers and stuff, the game is like, no, you're not quick enough to do this. And and the idea is when you fight them individually, you can have a saboteur and you can have a synergist and a commander and a human like you could it was a push and pull in a in a somewhat decent way of like he's he's constantly buffing but i'm debuffing him at the same time so at least i'm keeping him at bay but then when you put them together it's just like i there's not i don't know what i'm supposed to do here i don't know what the game wants me to do am i under leveled i don't think i am because up until this point i was fine like but then all of a sudden you're just like no no this is what we're gonna do and i'm like you know what fine like i i literally played it for about an hour and hit this wall of just like, screw you. I just threw on double medics and a commander. And like I said, I walked into the room and just kept hitting A. And eventually I walked out and they were dead. So, See, you know, and that's and that's where the issue is. It's just, I feel like that combination comes so late too. You know, it's like, hey, we're going to throw you a curveball at the end of the game and just make it really hard. You know, make it unfair hard. You know, yes, I mean, it does give you more of a like, all right, let me sit back. Let me think what I need to do differently compared to what I normally do throughout my routine. You know, I hate to say it. I kind of wish the whole game had a little more of that, you know, so it had a different challenge at a different aspect. You'd be like, okay, my original team, my setup on my uh, paradigms don't work right now, you know, so let me alternate it, switch it around. 
But other than, like, the unfair part, like, that's unfair. There's nothing really you can do about that. Like, I don't think you are underleveled. I think you are the right level. Uh, if you really just play through the game, attacking every enemy on the map as you play through towards the end, you should be at the right level. I mean, they made it so you don't really have to grind and pulse, you know, to right. finish the game for the most part. Uh, they just kind of make it unfair with the abilities that the enemies have and how they how they attack you was it so and I, I know you're talking about like right at the end level like right before you go into the final boss boss fight yeah with yeah orphan you know you're in that kind of hold where par- parallel world looking thing like there are what there are like some kind of water enemy that look like water chocobos and then they have these uh like lassie that are super powerful that yes like you said they debuff you and and there's like three of those enemies and four of these water choker right. things and it's just overwhelming because at the same time they're buffing up and there's four of them the the lassie things are debuffing you so you're super weak and it is it's just a headache yeah that's a mess that's a mess that's what that is yeah the, the last part and again it, it's it really shows the the limitations and the issues of that battle system, and and like playing that and and looking back on it, and it's just like if if this was a tight like thirty hour experience, I think it would have been significantly better. Like if if that if the intro wasn't ten hours and it was only five hours, and then you get to Grand Pulse, and then and then you can sort of uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, start messing around with the paradigms and then by the end you know i still would have been frustrated with the end but at least i would have felt like you know like okay like maybe i'm doing something wrong like maybe my paradigms are not right like like you said like maybe i needed i need to tweak this up or i I need to pick a different role or you know in this moment something like that but because at that point i had like 40 to 50 hours in the game i had i don't want to say i had mastered it by any means but like i knew what i was doing and at that point i'm just like dude what am i doing wrong like, I don't know what's happening. I I just want this to be over now. Like, you've now beaten me down to the point to where I don't like those battles were more difficult than the final boss. The final boss really wasn't that hard. Like, he's got like seven forms for whatever reason, but I really didn't have a problem with it. Like, I had a problem with the build up to it. <laughs> and that's well. And again, one of the issues with this game is just it, it's so long. Right. Once you think you're towards the end, something else happens and then you're. In very world very kingdom another, hearts yeah <laughs> oh yeah for another hour just grinding your way through grinding your way through you know once you get to pulse you're like and everything changes you're like oh i must be close to the end of the game you know that's just the kind of vibe that you get you know things are changing things are opening up it, you still have like another 15 hours <laughs> you know right. what it feels like another 10 hours at least before you reach the end of the game because it just keeps going yeah. You know, a lot of times I wouldn't complain about a good long storyline. You know, if the story's interested to keep me in the game, it will keep me in the game. And throughout my first playthrough, it did, you know, for the most part. Uh, but then, like you said, you just want to beat the game and then you have these unfair battles towards the end of it. You know, I can see that turning a lot of people off, if anything. Yeah. I, like, I don't care anymore. You know, right. this game should have been done already. You know, I'm 90 hours in this. And when you're 90 hours in the game, 60 hours in the game, I like to think you're invested that you just want to finish it all the way through. Yeah. And all that being said, I have to say, like, I'm still higher on this game than I initially was. Like, okay. I I was extremely frustrated with it. But those original times I tried playing it, like, there's still stuff that I, I really don't like about this game. Uh, the Eidolans, Eidolans, utterly worthless. Okay. 
they utterly are worthless. worthless. Yeah, they're literally worthless. for Flash. Right. I mean, just because like it's a Final Fantasy game, we have to have summons. So let's throw them in here. I'll say they're good for one thing. Uh, on yeah, the verge if, of death. Yes, yeah, so if you're about to die, like, yes. <laughs> like th- pull it real quick. That way you can get a little bit of space between you. <laughs> like, well, you get full health too. Exactly uh, right. Yeah. So yeah, and it's I. I will fully say that I only like. I basically was only lightning most of the time. Um, like unless I couldn't be lightning because you know, so every once in a while, like it's like, Oh, lightning's not here right now. But once you kind of get to the point where you can pick your team whenever you want, I was lightning was always my leader. That's just, that's who the game gave me. So it always was. So I basically use Odin 98% of the time. So maybe the other ones are better. Um, no, they're not. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Well. <laughs> so, you know, uh, let's talk about a little bit in gameplay. You know, long story short, other than your basic moves and abilities you do have, it's kind of like a limit bar. You know, basically it goes up to up to five. Uh, you can do different things like you can do. And some of the things are actually really beneficial and it's really cool. Uh, but like uh, I think using uh, an Adolin, it takes up like three of your five bars for the most part. But uh, so they give you a cool cinematic, you know, uh, like I said, they're pretty tanky and there's a time limit. You know, the whole idea is that uh, they have a time limit. Once a time limit counts down, as they attack, you raise their, what they call, G-Salt bar or whatever. And the whole idea is that the higher the G-Salt bar is, the more ability attacks you can do at the end of their whole, you know, lifespan as they're being summoned for the most part. So, like, for example, if you didn't get that bar all the way to the end, I think you get up to 20 points, and then you have, like, five different movesets that you can do, ranging, like, one up to four, and that, you know, subtracts from the 20 numbers, all that stuff. And then at the Um, end, you can pull the the pin, basically, be like, go, hit them hard! (laughs) See, but this is what I hate. This is what I think is kind of stupid. So, you can stagger your enemies while doing this? But once your Dolan is gone, all the stagger buildup that you built on your right. enemy clears, right. wipes away as well. Well, and I like I think that would have made them more official, right? Beneficial. But I I think it only wipes because of the cinematic, though. Like, because yeah, it, yeah it's like it, and it's simply that the cinematic takes too long, so you don't have time to to attack again. <laughs> it's just like, wait a minute, come on, like but that seems something it, that that should have been play tested and and fixed yes. kind of thing. Like, so yeah, like that drives me up a wall. Uh, because it's a, it's such a weird mechanic that that's gone, but like I, I think time and and you know we 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 really haven't had that many Final Fantasy games since then either. Unfortunately, that's just how development has happened in this industry. Um, I still think that the initial idea is is okay. Like I I think that's where I've I've come around on it a little bit in that. I think the ideas back then I was I was so frustrated with the game that I, I couldn't see the ideas clearly. But now, you know, playing more games, looking at games more meticulously, I'm like, you know what? I I understand why some people liked it a lot. I understand why people hate it, but I also understand from a development standpoint, from the consumer side of just of looking in of just like, you know what, like I see what you were trying to do. I don't think you got there. Um but I respect it more than I did. Um I still it's not going to be on the top of my Final Fantasy list anytime soon, but <laughs> it and is what it, it is. Wasn't thirteen like when it is it Nomura, right? Yeah, uh, from Square, Square Enix. Yes. When did he basically take control? Didn't he like? Wasn't Final Fantasy seven R him? 
right? Yeah. For the most part. Uh, I mean, he was Kingdom Hearts. That was his. I know. Didn't he? Did yeah. he have fourteen? Or not fourteen? Fifteen. I don't know if he was the lead on fifteen. I think he was actually because I think that's one reason why Kingdom Hearts took forever was because he was doing fifteen or versus thirteen, whatever. Well, and, um, and well, you know, Namora now he's been the main director of right Square Enix RPGs for the most right. part. Well, as we've seen with the futures of Final Fantasies, supposedly, you know, I don't, I don't know who did twelve for the most part. I, I have no idea who did twelve. But there's honestly there's been a I definitely feel like there's been a a shift change, you know. If yeah, no, uh, he did. Uh, no, Nomura was only an artist on 15. Uh, the director was uh, Tabata. So, and I believe he did. Um, I think he was the Dragon Quest guy, wasn't he? No, it was not. Oh, no, he did. Um, he did a lot of the spinoffs like Type Zero, uh, Crisis Core. Yeah, so he was the lead on 15, it looks like. So, but th- granted, those, those roles are very interchangeable. These are, you can sort of see the, um, Everyone sort of touch on it, especially in the art design of 15. 15 is a Nomura game through and through. Like you can see that That's immensely. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm trying to see what else he did. Uh, Nomura did. Obviously, he did. Yeah. So, Nomura was the main character designer on 13, uh, but that's it. He did not do the story. So, anyways, um, so I guess, yeah, I kind of moving towards the wrap up here of, of, of everything, but. A couple questions that I had that, that I think were just kind of funny to, to look back on. So, who's the character that you just just did never did anything with? Who's the character you never used, but yet you still there was there was a Snow. couple times where I looked up the Crystarium and I had maxed yeah. it out with a couple, and I was like, oh crap, I better use those points. <laughs> so, Snow was that for me? Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't use Snow at all. Useless. Well, I feel like everything that he had, I had on everyone else, and they just did it better. So I just leveled them up the most. So I only used so Snow when I had to. And I don't know. Maybe it's just the aspect. Maybe I didn't like. So like you dislike Hope. I care, I didn't care for Snow. I I didn't like his character. I hate his fighting style. He just punches. It's, yeah, to I me, don't know. To me, I he was like lame. He was like a bad Zell. Like because Zell sure. Zell just punches things too. But he's so just like cocky and and uh full of himself in a way that Snow is. But Snow like. Snow is almost too humanized. Like he's he's almost just too normal. Where Zell was just kind of a little bit over the top. I think that's why it works for Zell. But he's he's basically Zell, just not as good. So, so well, and what the game wants you to do is that they want you to use him as the Sentinel. You know, at the beginning of the game, for the most part, because right. he was the only one with that ability. And I didn't use Sentinel a lot in the beginning of the game. You yeah, know, there I, was yeah there 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 really isn't any reason to in the beginning yeah. of the game. There, there's a couple enemies that like they clearly want you to use Sentinel in the later part of the game. So it's mm-hmm. like they're just too overwhelming and you need them. But anytime there's a Sentinel, I just use Fang. So well, yeah, exactly. So and then um, so my my main crew was usually Zaj, Zaj, uh, Lightning, and Vanille. So at the end of the day, mine was Lightning, Hope, and Fang. Uh, really just interesting. From- yeah, because well, if you need any magic base ability, you can just give it to Hope for the most part. Uh, so this is this is my normal setup. So I usually did. I'm trying to remember. Was it six paradigms that you could have? I think correct. Uh, so beginning was always uh, Rav- Ravager, Ravager, and I think it's well Commando, Commando, Ravager, Ravager. Where actually I would have a oh, wall. Well, what do I have? I don't even remember now. So I always had Commando Rav Rav. I had uh, like Medic Medic Sentinel. 
you know, I then I had the O three, you know, Medic, Ravenger, and Commando, and then I had on two separate, like one Saboteur, one Healer, and I don't remember. But yeah, I used those three. <laughs> for yeah, the most I, part. I gotta go back into it and really look what I did to remember my combos, you know, for the but uh but yeah, that's all I did. I yeah, Oh, I, can we say one thing about the fighting real quick? Sure. Uh the gameplay. If you have two commandos, they fight two separate people. Unless yeah, there's one the, person uh, at the end. Like it it usually wasn't a problem in the first part of the game simply because like you were basically too strong for it to matter, but it's like the reason that I I used a system where I basically would start with a synergist, a saboteur, and a commander. And that was to to get the stagger bar to a point to where it was going down slower, but also give me some buffs and then also debuff if you can. Uh, because saboteur works when they're not staggered, but it, it's more difficult. The, your success rate is a lot lower. Um, whereas when they're staggered, it's, it's like a guarantee. But I do that basically just so that way, um, usually I can get one on them of, of the enemy. But then I would either switch to a triple rav or I would do uh, a commander rav rav or a commander commander rav. And that's basically just to, to, to get the bar down. But when you do the double commander, like you said, sometimes they don't attack the same guy. And it's like, no, I, I need you to do that. So that way when I switch to triple rav, the stagger bar is going down really slow. Like, so it, it's something that worked most of the time. But then when, whenever yeah. it seemed to always not work at the most inopportune moments. It's like, why on earth would I want you to attack See, this guy? Like, <laughs> It's a whole concept thing, though, too. Because when you, you think you want to do massive damage, or what are you going to do? Oh, I'm just going to get two commandos, you know, command or whatever. And they're just going to do ham on this one enemy. But if you have multiple enemies, you, that can't happen. Because, like but, I said, they're going to diversify. Maybe I'm crazy, but sometimes I swear, if the enemy, if they were weaker enemies, the commanders would attack the same thing. But whenever it was, like, big Bigger enemies, heavier enemies. I swear that's the only time they ever diverged. You know, Again, I could they, be making that up. If they but. did, uh, I mean, I just never did it for the most right. part. Uh, I really only did two commandos uh, when there's only one enemy just to do massive damage on that one enemy at that point. Uh, I do remember now what I did. So I actually used lightning for Rav a lot. I used lightning and hope for Rav and then I used Fang for commando. Fang was actually my uh, power hitter when it came down to it. Uh, I think because, she's the strongest, like, by far. Like, she, when because, she hits hard, yeah, she yeah. hits hard, yeah. The whole idea is that I always started with a Rav Rav Commando just because I wanted to get the stagger limit up. Uh, depending if it's a stronger enemy and I know I can't defeat him in 10 seconds, you know, then I will start with a uh, Synergist. My whole big thing is that I, I did it. I had a Senator and a Saboteur in two different paragraphs, you know. Like, I might have had a Sentinel, then a Synergist, and then a Medic. So, like, I'm healing as I'm getting attacked, or I'm healing my Sentinel as they're getting attacked, as we're getting buffed, and then I did something different for the Saboteur. So I didn't put the Saboteur and the Sigenus on the same one for the most part. Gotcha. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, so... I forgot what I was going to say. I had something in my brain, and now it's gone. Um, oh, yeah, so basically, my... Uh, I would I used Zaz as, as my Saboteur, and then Vanille as my... I'm sorry as my synergist and then Vanille as my uh, saboteur. And yeah. And so every once in a while I would switch Fang out because she did have the Sentinel ability if I needed it, but I really found that one to, to work well. And then because I could also do double, uh, double medic with lightning and Vanille 
And then Zaz also had Commander as well as Ravager. So like I could really kind of bounce between them. And so sometimes I would need double medic just because getting low or, you know, you get a lot of debuffs and they both have. Eventually when when Lightning gets uh, Asuna or Isuna, I don't know how you pronounce that, Asuna, um, that that was when like I it became the game became a lot easier for me because whenever I would have debuffs, I could throw on both of them and they both had that ability to remove the debuffs. And that that's when like. I just started walking through the game kind of thing. So, um, so I, before we wrap up, I do want to know, um, I have, I have toyed with the idea of, you know, like I, I had hit that wall pretty hard at one point. I was like, all right, like I'm ready for this to end. And I got to the end of the game and I'm like, do I want to go back and finish some of those missions? Do I want to go back? I, I found some of those side bosses and a couple of them just, slap me so hard <laughs> like, like I, I i get to him and they're just like nope you're done i'm like it annoy it's annoying i want to beat them but do i want to put in the time will i go back and do it and See, so i'm curious i will if, if say you... final fantasy 13 it does follow a little more of the older aspects of the older final fantasies it wants you to grind right you know definitely when you reach the open world aspect of it you know because to defeat those other bosses which are really cool you know it's really cool to see them but like you said i mean it's very difficult they want you to keep doing the missions to, uh you know to get stronger or just to keep attacking stronger enemies so you can officially level up to defeat those enemies um it, it but it's up to you you know uh the main reason why i actually restarted the playthrough of it because i i want to do that i want to achievement hunt i want to complete this game because i want i've been wanting to do that forever uh, so it's going to take forever. Are you going to, tonight. though? I think I am. Uh, well, there's other stuff out right now, but it, it would be that game that I would go back for maybe an hour, you know, grind, grind, grind. I, but I, there's no way I can sit through, like, five hours in one day just grinding to get that, you know? I, I had to do it on the side. But yeah. yes, I think I will, because yeah. I do. I, I definitely do want to get all the achievements of that game. I, you know, I'm really bashing it, I feel like, in this podcast, and I really do like it. I really do enjoy the game, you know, trust me. Uh, but it's to me, it's one of those games that it does value 100% completion for me. Yeah, it, it's it's a very it's a very mixed bag for me. Um, again, I feel better about it than I, I initially did, um, simply because, like, a lot of that has to do with time and, and what we... Uh, what games we've gotten since then. Um, and a- as I'm playing it, I'm just kind of like, you know, I, it's it's got its issues, but it just... All of these games have their own issues now. All of these RPGs sort of have... RPGs really haven't, in a lot of ways, gotten better, in my opinion. Um, and again, that, and that's not to say like Final Fantasy XIII was like this amazing game now, but it's just like, looking back, it's like, you know what? It's all right. Um, in terms of like going back and finishing it, I, I've thought about it. I don't know if I ever will, like maybe as like a podcast game. And I, when I say finish it, I mean, do all the side stuff. Cause I did finish it. Um, but you know, like I look at some of the achievements and it's, it's just kind of like, eh, like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to do all that because like, you're talking about another 20 to 30 hours probably to get the grind done, to get all the missions done, to find all the missions. Um, that's, that's where I'm just like, eh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, for now, it's deleted simply because we have plenty of other things. Like I said, we're going to be playing, uh, uh, obviously, the rest of them in this series, but we're also playing the Mass Effect games. And so there's just a lot happening. And so by that time, once we're done with everything, I don't know if I'll go back to it. But 
It's if intriguing I see, though. I, I like I like those missions. They're they're kind of fun. They're, they're easy to play. They're easy to go and 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 try to complete. So, you know, it. I know. I don't want to talk too much about it because I mean we'll probably talk about it on the next podcast. It's just like X two for example. Like there's some areas I feel like the game will improve, but in at the same time it takes away from other areas that it might enjoy. So it's I don't know. I can't wait to talk about it. We'll see. I'm I'm very curious about thirteen two and thirteen three. Um, yeah, and I, I'm, I've I'm, never I'm just played thirteen three. Yeah, I've only watched gameplay videos, so I am I am excited to play that. I or excuse me, Lightning Returns. Yeah, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy thirteen three. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's officially thirteen three. I think it's just Lightning Returns. I think I think it's called. Third, I think it's called Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13. I don't remember. I think you're right. Yeah, because, because we were looking for it because I was yeah. like, I know it's backwards compatible. <laughs> well, the, and, you, thir- and yeah, 13 showed up and then 13 right. 2 showed up and Lightning I was, Returns. Was I, was like, where, I was like, where is it? And then eventually we found it by searching Lightning Returns. Uh, so, yeah, it's fix your stuff, Microsoft. <laughs> like, yeah. Completely standalone game, I guess. I mean, you don't need to know. I, cause, imagine it, someone makes that mistake. Well, I mean... You, Huh? Is it on Game Pass yet? No, it's not. The thirteen two is. I I just remember buying it yeah. when it became backwards compatible. So because at one point they announced that that all the basically like every Final Fantasy game like oh. seven through thirteen was coming to Game Pass. That was like two years ago now, and they're still sort of can we figuring uh, that out. But before we log off, can we talk about the Xbox enhancements? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, this would be kind of a more bigger thing for you because I had seen it before through videos and stuff. I can confirm it's actually called Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13. There's no 13-3. So anyways, but yeah, so the, this does have Xbox One X enhancements, uh, but if you're playing on an Xbox Series X, you'll get that. Plus you'll get the auto HDR feature, um, which I was actually surprised. The auto HDR actually works super well with this game. Uh, but you had started this game on an Xbox One, and Correct. you were able to secure a Series X in the middle of your playthrough. So, yeah. uh, talk about it. It, yeah, it was. It's, it's, I. It's such a night and day experience. <laughs> it really is, though. So, you know, originally being an Xbox 360 game, or at least that's how I played it. Uh, also, wasn't this the first multi-platform Final Fantasy? Um, didn't it, because. I mean, at launch, yeah, at um, launch, twelve was an Xbox. Yeah, no, right? at, well, like some of the older ones, like because seven eventually came to PC. Um, was that during that time? Oh well, PC, yes, but I guess right. I was just thinking the consoles, right? And that, like, because yeah, because they were it was NES and Super NES, and then like eventually like six came to to PlayStation and five came to PlayStation. So like I, at at launch, I believe it was the first one, maybe I eleven, that but being a big deal in the sense of oh it's for no longer, yeah for sure. like a PlayStation exclusive, you know, you can play it now on your Xbox for sure. Uh, and, and Microsoft made a huge deal about that of bringing thirteen to to the Xbox. Like that was. That was a big deal for that reason. I feel like they so. showed it off on their E3, didn't they? Or uh, they closed it, I think, so. at, with an E3. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I vaguely remember that. All right, but going back, uh, it is night and day experience, really. Um, you know, it's it was pretty pretty blurry, you know, on my Xbox One for the most part, and then switching to the Xbox One X, it's just, you know, it's just visually so crisp, so clean. Uh, I didn't think a game like that could, you know 
really pick up in the value. But this is also me never really experiencing that and finally having a Series X and uh, you know 4K HDR TV to really fully get the experience out of it. Uh, it didn't change the frame rate at all, right? It was still, uh, yeah, no, still it, locked? Yeah, it did not. Uh, now I'm second-guessing myself. I'm fairly certain I, it was it was locked at 30. Maybe just yeah. the looks of it changed the aspect to me where I feel like I was playing quicker. You know, I just felt like everything went smoother when I made that change. Yeah, because I'm I'm fair. Yeah, I'm fairly certain FPS boost is a Series X feature, um, and so because you are technically playing the One X version because the yeah, so the One X version for a lot of those games uh, it just bumps up the frame uh, not the frame rate the resolution, and I'm fairly certain that's all here. But then the Series X adds the Auto HDR to it, so so you're getting two things there. But I'm fairly certain that the no. the, the all three games got the enhanced resolution, but I don't think any of them got FPS boost. So. You ever play uh, like an enhanced resolution game though, and then now you can really see the details. And I'm like, you know, maybe that doesn't look that good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's too crisp. It's so clear now. You can see everything. Like you know, lo- but, a lot like, of the textures. Like, but surprisingly, yeah. like, this game holds up in a lot of ways. Like it does yeah. not. It does not look bad at all. Um, Absolutely. And, and most of the textures are pretty good. Like, you know, there's there's some every once in a while that are a little plain, but it, it still holds up quite well, especially when you boost that, and, that frame rate. And like popping and stuff is not terrible. Like it's it's a it's a solid engine. Um and it and it and it shows. Whereas, you know, because I've 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 been playing a, a little bit of, of uh, oblivion here and there. And like yeah, yeah. like th- that game looks That's stupid better, but like the yeah. pop in and stuff like you would just be walking and grass just appears, you know, like it's like, it's, it's kind of crazy how much the pop in and, and the LOD pop in and stuff just is, is there, but th- there wasn't a ton of that on this, which was surprising. Um, but and, no, like uh, it, it's good. It's a good version. The, I keep saying the last thing, but this is actually the last thing. Uh, if you've not really fully listened to the soundtrack, please do. So it's good. Yeah, I it's think, really good. I think it's probably my, it's probably my favorite, like final fantasy soundtrack out there. The battle, the battle theme is good. The main menu theme is good. You know, pretty somber, pretty uplifting. You know, it's just like I have it on my the playlist on my YouTube, and I'll turn it on just randomly just because I'm ready for just some good music. You know, some good orchestration, and that's one thing I look forward to in any Final Fantasy game is a you know is a the soundtrack to keep me enticed in the game. You know, I I remember because Final Fantasy 15. You could buy like the the old soundtracks to play yeah. in the car. Um, remember when the car flew in that game? That happened. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and it's a weird game. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a really weird game. Um, but no, and thirteen because that was one that I would I would usually play the thirteen soundtrack in the fifteen mm-hmm. overworld because yeah. that that's or in the car when they would let you have it. So that was that car flew. That's so, it's such a such a weird weird thing. But yeah. So to wrap it up, I mean, um, normally on the show we do like a, a does the game pass or pass or pass on it. Um, I don't, I don't know. What I will say is, I think we're gonna do that, but I think we're gonna wait until we're at the end of the trilogy because I think it would be weird for us to say whether or not we want to pass on it and then play the other two games because then yeah. it seems kind of redundant. So I want to judge these as the whole trilogy. And then once we're done at the trilogy, say like, okay, should you play this trilogy or not? Um, and I think we'll do that with the same with mass effects. So, you so know, the, uh, what I'm most shocked is our, our opinions on it from where we yeah, were we, before. Yeah. We've kind of, we are now, we, 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 we kind of we both really went did. the opposite way. <laughs> yeah. We really did trade places, you know, um, uh, 
yeah, if you've ever heard those older podcasts about us, I mean, we're talking about like we're yelling at each other <laughs> debates. Yeah, you know, I was, like yeah. it it was pretty intense, but uh, yeah, no, it's I don't know. I guess it shows our age and how we're growing too. I mean, to to me, what it really is, it's just the landscape and and the the turn based, whatever you want to call it, action RP genre, like. We, we don't get a lot of them like and especially like when you compare it to like final fantasy 15 and final fantasy 15 is okay uh final fantasy 7r is is okay like i don't i don't love either one of those games and i don't love this one either it's just at that time and but i've also gone back and played final fantasy 8 final fantasy 9 um i didn't i was gonna start 10 like during those times i've played a lot of other final fantasy games and i think they just they they were they 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 held up better than I remember them or or whatever the case may be. I played 13 and I was like, you know what? I don't really dislike this more than the other ones that I dislike. You know, I, it's. Yeah, I, I think it's just I think it's fine. But at, at the time, I think it was just very disappointing because it took so much control away from the player. And again, like looking at it from a design perspective, I respected a little bit more of what they were trying to do. I don't think they nailed it, but. I also think that they didn't nail it in in 15. Like, I don't think 15 is a perfect game. And I, I don't think they nailed it in 8 and 9 even. Uh, 7R. Like, I think there's... These games always tend to have a lot of great ideas, but they never quite nail them. Um, and I think this game suffers from the exact same thing. Uh, like I said, I think those other games were just... They were much better in my head from a design perspective. And I think looking back now, I'm like, no, they're... You know... They all suffer. <laughs> I guess, like, kind of how I think about the new, like, the new, the Final Fantasy series is that, you know, you have those, I don't know if it's just the games that are memorable or the moments in the games that are uh, memorable for the most part, but you have those Final Fantasy games that you put on a tier, like, oh, this one's up here and this one's down here. Like, I think, to me, right now, Final Fantasy thirteen just, it's just right in the middle. Yeah, you know? I'd agree like, with that, yeah. It, you know, I do enjoy it. Yes, it has its flaws. You know, it's not the best game ever, but it does have some fun aspects to it. You know, it's just, it's it's there. Like, I neither dislike it or, you know, like it. it I do like it, but yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, interesting. It's fine. Like, that. that's, <laughs> it's got its flaws, but then I said, like, all of my other flaws. But all right, that's going to do it. Wrap it up. Um, we're going to be ping-ponging between... Final Fantasy 13 and Mass Effect. The goal is to get them done by the end of 2022. Um, I know that sounds like a, like okay, it's it's February, almost March, but these are all very long games, and um, I will be playing other things for the regular show. And Chris has a life, uh, so we're talking. Um, you know, each one of these games is a minimum 30 hours, closer to probably 40. I, I know 13, two, and Lightning Returns are. I think they're supposed to be around 30 hour experiences to get through the main story. Um, or no, I'm sorry, 20 hour experiences to get the main story, but then around 30 to kind of do everything. I have no idea if that's true. Um, that's just what I've heard. So talking about an additional, you know, 250 hours that we have to play um, <laughs> these games. So the next episode will be on Mass Effect. Uh, we are going to be playing the Legendary Edition. We're not playing the originals. Um, so just keep that in mind. So, but all right. Uh, anything you want to say before we uh, sign off here? Uh, no, it was it was fun. Uh, I can't wait to, I'm really excited to play X2, 13, no, X2, that's 10-2, wow, 13-2. No, you don't, we like, definitely don't, don't want to play 10-2. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I really excited. Yes, I'm really excited to play 13-2 and Lightning Returns. Definitely Lightning Returns because I've never played it, you know. Uh, and for, again, for what I remember, I really did enjoy 13-2. But like I said, I really enjoyed Final Fantasy 13, and we see how that experience changed. So I'm really curious to see how much. Uh, if I shift or if I still like it or just kind of what my thoughts are on it now in my second playthrough. Yeah, and I, I'm i actually like, I don't want to say I'm excited because that's, I'm very, very curious about them because the only other one that did the uh, like the quasi-sequel I think was 10, right? Yeah, 10 too. it's bad. Like, <laughs> like it's real bad. Yeah, and it, in, it. in my opinion, obviously. Uh, but like, and it goes places, especially like this, this, the official canon 13 or 10, three story. That's out. like, they, they get really weird. And I'm curious how 13, two and 13, three go. Well, so we'll if, see. If but. I give you a little headliner, the best part of it, it like it, it, there's different, but a lot of it's still the same, you know? Right. So it's not like it's too far out there where it's completely a disconnect. It still all connects in some ways. So. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm interested. It's a continuation so. in a ways. All right. I'm interested. We'll see what happens. But yep. all right. That's going to do it for this episode, this bonus episode. You can write us, gpopfans at gmail.com. You can shoot us a text message or a voicemail, 574-651-9256. If you listen to this bonus episode, uh, check us out on the normal feed. If you found us on uh, YouTube or you're just kind of searching for, for whatever reason, you're searching for Final Fantasy 13 in the year 2022. Uh, game pass or pass and all your favorite podcast services you can hit, hit us with a like and a rating on itunes spotify all those those definitely help us out so all right that's gonna do this episode of game pass or pass this bonus episode we'll see you next time with mass effect oh yeah do i need to hit stop at all just the square stop <laughs>